This week on Best Friend Energy. And yeah. I said yes to that opportunity, even though it wasn't the center mic, and I learned a lot. Yeah. Well, Joanne and I have said so. People ask us sometimes about, you know, again, it hasn't been a straight line for us totally. either. And people can assume it's overnight success. But one of our things we always say is we said yes to a lot. Everything. You know? yep. And you just don't know what's going – like sometimes things might be small. Sometimes they might end up being big. Or sometimes they – get you to a center mic moment. I mean, not that we've ever had. Look at, look at me using things <laughs> this, like center this mic. This is the most center no, mic moment we've ever I had. Literally just, <laughs> I, I've learned the term center mic exactly 10 seconds ago. So <laughs> I, I you used it right I, though. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Um, I like to co-op. Like a second something sounds good. I'm like, yeah, that's. That, I'm going to use that. You used it like you knew exactly. <laughs> well, you're going to hear me there. say it again. Yeah, too. do it. I'm going to be like, well, Carly told me. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Best Friend Energy. I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. So we are obviously best friends if you know us. And if you don't, that's what we are. <laughs> and we make friends with our guests and everywhere we go. We just know no one has any choice in the matter. Um, and we release two episodes every week. We have honest, real conversations with everyone we bring on. That's the kind true. of conversations you can really only have with your friends. Correct. Right? Um, so that's on Tuesdays. And then on Thursdays, we are back with BFE Unpacked, where we love to bring on our many correspondents from the Home Edit. So today we have country singer Carly Pierce. Can you even? I'm pretty excited Same. about it. I have tangentially known Carly for years because John works with her all the time. We've never met. As usual. I feel like this happens a lot, actually. Um, the, I think the last time it happened was with Jimmy Allen. Yeah. John has a whole life. He does. And I'm not a part of it. I know because you're with me. You're stuck with me. I Right. right you I'm and sorry. I. I'm holding you back. You know, in some ways, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it. But yeah, no, I certainly in like the, the not even country music. John and I will go to places. Last week we went to our friend um, had an album release party, Ernest. Okay. And um, called Two Dozen Roses, just plugging his album. Okay. And we walk in the room and of course I know Ernest and his wife, Delaney, and I know Seth, um, his manager, but John knew every single person in the room. Yeah. Who are these people? Uh, he has How, a other life. He has friends, a whole network, contacts in his phone, like everything that I don't know. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, how do you feel about that? I was like just waiting for the person to come around with the pizza and John was like talking to everyone. I mean, wow. Like, do they know he has a wife? No. I don't even know. Does no. he talk about me? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Um, so we're so excited to chat with Carly. She just won a Grammy, a Grammy, which is huge. She actually has also won Female Artist of the Year in a few different I have awards. questions about the Grammy, too. Do they give oh. it to you? You get to take it home right then and there, or do they take it back and then engrave your name? I am not the form. I am not a Grammy expert, so okay. we're going to have to get someone from All our right. team I need on to, to I need to understand that process. Verify this. My, my feeling, okay. and I could be wrong. <laughs> I mean, again, this is just conjecture. Okay. My feeling is that they always have to engrave it, right? I would think so. So, so then don't they, they, they give it to you and then they take it away. Maybe they're just like two Grammys that they like have on stage. Wouldn't you be sad to give it back? You would say- well, of course. No, but I know you. And I'd be, you, I'll label it myself. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You're like, I'm not giving it back to you. 100%. Because what, it, I mean- No. That's a real crapshoot. You might never get it again. Right. All right, we'll talk to Carly about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am curious. I've always actually wondered I this. I have too. I have like too. Like how many, and also, do they have to have, like let's just say they do take the Grammys back. Yeah. If, they're, if they have an artist who they know is winning like eight awards or like a whole ensemble, right? Like producers and all, do they have to have like a minimum of like 10 just blank Grammys? Oh. You know, like they must have to plan it out. The organizer in me would like to know. Okay. okay. All right. But we'll talk to her about okay, it. Okay. Let's ask her about it. Okay. That. So before Carly comes on, a quick word from our sponsors. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Okay, so speaking of all the contacts that John has in his phone, this just made me quickly like scan to what your phone looks like. <laughs> and I actually want everyone to, I wish there was like a visual, compo- like can we can we flash to a screen somewhere? I, I feel like there is a way to, to do that. Well, at least we can post it on social. Okay, so let me first describe what my phone contacts are like. Because, it, no, 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 it's a, I will I will admit it's a little sociopathic the way I have mine. Yeah, it is. Nothing I'm, like I'm yours. I'm glad that you're, you're willing I to I will that. admit that I am on a, vi- Joanne and I are on two complete ends of the spectrum, and I will not say that mine is like the norm by any means. I have a very um, <laughs> obsessive quirk where every single person in my phone has to be first name, last name. Every single person. So my mother, first name, last name. What if Madonna? What if she? What's her last name? It's exactly. like Bubiacelli. No, but what, what would you do, Clea? I would put her last name. In fact, perfect example, Ernest. Yeah. I put his phone, in, his number in my phone. And I said, what's Ernest's last name? And John's like, no one uses his last name. I was like, well, I'm about to because my phone cannot just have a single one. name. It cannot. Okay. I refuse. But Mad- if it was Madonna. Madonna, last name. <laughs> so would you be like, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to Google it. I, I could very easily find out Madonna's last name. It's, sure. I know I know it but if I can't. But how embarrassing. Doesn't the name pop up for like if you're on a group chat and then you had Madonna and the last Madonna name? Madonna is not group chatting <laughs> me, so we're fine. But I would everyone has to be my daughter is Stella Shearer in my phone. I know. My mother, John, is John Shearer. He's not husband. Well, mine's not husband either. No, but yours is Okay, so let's get to Joanna's. Okay, so again, everyone's like, how in the world could you have your mother in there as not like mom? And I was like, absolutely not. Like that is, right. it can't. It would kill me if no. there was someone with a a non like regimented right. first last right. name pairing. Super okay? chill. Yeah. It would, right. Again, I didn't say that <laughs> no, I was the I, normal and one. And I'm glad that you came to the table with that. I'm glad that we're starting the conversation We're, we're with starting that. with the fact that I'm I'm obsessive in my own way. Yeah. Joanna is the least obsessive <laughs> in this person one way. you've ever met when it comes to phone contact. So the first time I realized it, Joanna and I were actually on a road trip and she was driving and you know, like the screen pops up with like text messages from people and hers was a group text thread. Thank goodness. Because I realized it all at once. So it was like six people, right? And it was like, mom, M-O-M. And then like, dad, Ruben or something. And then it was like, marcy.angle at sbcglobal.net. And then it was like, sister, Alexis, Alexis, sister. And then it's like all no, crazy it, Sister parents. is not sister. It's Alexis Beth Tepper. I know, I know. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's all... like some people have middle names. Some people, the best. This is like as of two weeks ago. I get it. I'm not kidding, right? Am I even lying about this? No, you're not. It came up as like Caroline Cell 2. <laughs> no, well, it, Caroline New Cell 2. No, it was Catherine 2019 New Cell. <laughs> new Cell updated. <laughs> But it's, I'm not even lying about it. Like, it's, you could have made it up. Catherine, 2019, new cell updated. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's crazy. Okay, so then, but there are other people, like Lauren on our team, she will put everyone in by the way she met them. Yeah. So it would be like Joanna the home edit. Right. Or, no, actually, she clarified the other day to me, and it's, she does, she spelled my name wrong because when she met me, she didn't know how to spell my name. Never corrected it. How do you not know how to spell Joanna? I only have one N, and it's not even the home edit, it's just, 
Joanna, home Joanna, edit. home edit. And you know how I feel about home edit. I'd rather be, I, the, the end is even bother right, more annoyed about just home edit. No, I agree with that. But like, she'll put everyone in, especially from filming. It's like Sarah, <laughs> Sarah producer TV or Cody sound guy or whatever it is. Like everyone has like a, a description. Well, I know. And Jeremy didn't realize that you, the description oh, popped Jeremy up. Jeremy is like Jeremy.Rubin at his work yeah. email. Yeah, right. But no, but his, he yeah, has. Right. He's your husband. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. His has, oh, that's because he had something wrong with his tech. And like, <laughs> it doesn't pop up for him. I don't know why. His phone number isn't in your phone. I it's know. A, it's it, an email. I don't know. That's sometimes. But sometimes it does pop up. <laughs> I don't know. Something weird happened with our phones. I mean, you know, we're not the tech experts. But it's like a landscaper or like some sort of person like that. I need to remember. And so I do have adjectives describing them. Adjectives? I mean, I guess descriptors. Maybe not adjectives. So, Okay. Yeah. Right. So not like someone good looking. No, and, and no, and I don't always ask them their last name. I'm just said, you know, flowers. But <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't it be so much easier to have their full no, name? Not necessarily, because I need to know what I'm looking for. Like my doctors, don't you have like endocrinologists? Oh, oh God. No. No. Why? Because isn't their name enough? Yes, but sometimes you can't remember the name. So if you need to look for the specialty, it's helpful. Oh my God. I, I get, it makes me itch to think of I my know. phone. Having... I'll, I'll find some, some, okay, some so let's, picks. let's right. think of, these are some previous guests that have been on our show. All right. Let's imagine how you would save them in your phone. Okay. And some of them you might even have in your phone. So I'm very curious actually how they're saved. Okay. Ooh. Let's start with Rachel Zoe. So for me, it's Rachel and then Zoe. Do you have like, <laughs> like RZ style icon, like something no, like that? No, I think I have RZ. RZ. Is that for a reason or? No, it's probably like, I probably just like saved it quickly. Um, so do you save her as RZ because are you trying to save time? I think or I just was like, it was on space? a, maybe it was on a chat or something and I didn't want to forget to save it. So then I just saved it RZ. Do you think that's it saved you time? Yeah. Then typing in yeah. A-C-H-E-L. I got here faster because I. You got here yeah, faster? Okay. So if you had to put in Keith Morrison and Josh Mankiewicz. Would you put them in number one separately or would you add them as like dateline bros? Um, oof, this is tough. You I would, would never be able to spell Josh Mankiewicz. Yeah. So you would put Josh. Josh murder podcast. Murder podcast. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe Josh M, but no. no, Josh murder podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Drew Barrymore. Just Drew Barrymore. Just Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Although she Full could, name. she could just be Drew because in my mind she is just Drew. She is just Drew, but don't you want to respect you know what? the last I name? I have to see what it, how I saved it. You might not have saved it as Drew Barrymore. I might have just saved it as Drew. It doesn't bother you. Like, there's a there's not a weird part of your brain that, that it doesn't bother you when one word comes up. <laughs> nope, that's just you. <laughs> <laughs> or seven words. Catherine right. updated to 2019 cell number yeah. two. Okay, Lily Aldridge. Model. Model. Yeah. Just model. <laughs> that really does not pave the way for a single other model to like, enter your life. It is a mystery to me yeah. how it's your a fun, brain, It's a fun time in there. How your brain works. Okay, all right. Let's welcome Carly Pierce let's onto the it. show just after this break. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean. 
And this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat. Available now. Okay, we are so excited to welcome Carly Pierce to Best Friend Energy. Congratulations on your Grammy. Thank you. Wow, we have to like build it up. I I just like, no, I jumped so far in. I have to go right in. Okay, can we like tell everyone? We can tell everybody, but I just had to get it off my chest. Okay, All all right. So congratulations, Carly won. A humongous Grammy for Best Country Duo <laughs> Group Performance. It's true. It's a big one. It's a big deal. Yeah. I know this because, well, we, you work with my husband. Yes. And he, he gives me all the, I, I know like 30 seconds before anyone wins. So Carly won for Best Country Duo Group Performance for her song, Never Wanted to Be That Girl with Ashley McBride. I am such a huge fan of both of yours, actually. Aww. I love Ashley. You are so amazing. And I am obsessed with this song. I have to tell you, whenever anyone wins an award from Nashville, I act as though like I am personally compensated by it. Like I am <laughs> jumping up and down. I get so thrilled Aww. as though I am winning an award. No, she's like a proud mom. I really yeah, am. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's so incredible to me, especially, you know, you watch the ACMs or, you know, I uh, John laughs that I always think it's the CMAs. I think that there are a lot of award shows that sound like the CMAs. Yeah. It's like 10 times a year. CMT, but CMT, CMA, right. AMA, a- ACR. ACMs. I don't know. I don't so know. many. Yeah. But so the many. Grammys what is a bigger giant platform than the Grammys? And you won. Yeah. Is that crazy? Yes. I don't know. I, it was my first nomination. So <gasps> it's amazing. I just went into it absolutely never thinking that sure. we had a chance to win. So when they called our name, it was funny. The artist, um, she had a little bit of an accent. So when she said my name, mm-hmm. she said, Kelly Pierce. And so I didn't know right. it was me until Pierce. And then I just like, Blacked out. Sure. I have chills. And then I found Ashley somewhere along the way of running down to the stage. And it was both of our first Grammys. Uh, oh, my God. I didn't know I, that about yeah. Ashley. Chills. I can't even handle so this. So that was really special. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So that I did not know. But I was freaking out. And John gets literally like a 30-second heads up. And right. he'll text me feverishly. Even when someone's about like a country awards about to happen yes. or something, he gets like very excited. Oh. And I know. We're such nerds and then he tapes it and then we have to watch it back again i get very into yeah no no it's fair but it is such a huge accomplishment especially to this is the first nomination and then to win it I know. Talk about setting a bar high. You've had high. a really big full year. Yeah. I mean, you've been female artist of the year. Like, mm-hmm. how does all this feel to, like, come from being a new artist mm-hmm. to being the female artist of the year? Um, you can't very wrap your odd. Yeah. yeah. Well, you spend so much time. And for me, I, I lived in Nashville for almost 10 years before I ever got a break. And yeah. then I kind of had an interesting slow build mm-hmm. um, over the last almost six years to get to this place. And this is my third album, but in a lot of ways, I feel like it's the defining moment of my career this far. And it's really, I don't think I take any of it for granted, but it's very hard to even think of myself not as still the brand new artist. Well, I think we've talked to some artists before about how Nashville feels almost like a 10-year city sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we've had a few people tell us this. How did you, how did this ascend happen. I'm o- I've only been in Nashville for 8 years. So mm-hmm. my whole run, I feel like I have known you as an yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. Again, my country music knowledge kind of started 8 years ago. So yeah. I'm like anyone that's, the day she moved here. Anyone right. that's yes. come up in 8 years, I'm like wh- like yeah. you know, I've been with you the whole time. But yes. t- so how how did it start 10 years ago? I moved in 2009. So I 
actually, to back up from there, when I was 16, I convinced my parents to let me quit high school and homeschool because I wanted to take a job working at Dollywood in the country show. So Amazing. I lived we, over we there. We need to put a pin in that. <laughs> wow. I need to know all the questions it. on there, too. I know. that. Uh, and so when I was 19, I moved to Nashville and I just worked a bunch of odd end jobs trying to make my own schedule so that I could write songs and do all these different things. And I was a backup singer. I worked in retail. I was a server. Um, I was an Airbnb cleaner. Wow. And I met Busby, my then mm -hmm. producer, uh, my late producer, and we started working together and I still was cleaning Airbnbs. I We wrote every little thing, which went on to be my first hit, right. my first number Which one, huge, huge right. song. But I had so many people in the industry over those years say, oh, you're too country. Oh, you're too dated. You would have been so good in the 90s. You would have been so good in the early 2000s. Da, 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 da. And so I just heard no, 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 no. And so I kind of just paved my own way yeah. and didn't wait around for somebody to do it for me. It was wild. I mean, every little thing even six years ago, there were not a lot of female artists being played on radio. You certainly didn't hear a lot of heartbreak ballads mm -hmm. from new female artists. And for whatever reason, this song just kind of broke a lot of the stereotypical things that you hear in the music industry and changed my whole life. And it's funny because I feel like now I'm able to kind of take those creative liberties and put out songs like Never Wanted to Be That Girl or uh -huh. write an album called 29. Like that's kind of what fans expect of me. And that's such mm -hmm. a cool place for me to be in. Well, and it's so authentic. It's yeah, like what it you is. made what you wanted to make. Totally. And it took a lot longer than I wanted it to, but it honestly was exactly how it was supposed right. to be. Like, would you I have even better. wanted it if you could go back? Would you have even wanted to be? I don't, I, honestly, I don't even believe in like overnight success. That's what because I was going like, to say. We what, talk about it all the what time. What is that? Like everyone, you're not overnight. Like you, whatever you've been doing is your craft for a very, very long time, whether people just now notice you. But mm -hmm. it, this is something you've been, and most people have been working at for so long. For right. sure. And I tell young artists now, trust your process because yeah. everybody's trying to get from point A to point B and you may... It's never going to be a straight line. No. You may go this way and this way and back this way and over here and maybe this way a little bit more, but it's it's all going to lead you to to connecting the dots to get you there. That's right. And you have so much appreciation. Oh, yeah. I mean, if things were easy, everyone would do everything all the time, right? Totally. Yes. Well, everyone even, I mean, 10 years or fewer than that, it feels to everyone like overnight success for sure. because it feels fast for everyone else. Right. Because yes. that person learns about you and they were like, right. wow, they just blew up. Right. Exactly. But it's hard work and it takes a while. It's a grind. You know, yeah, I mean, I always think back to when I was pregnant with my second child and I forget if it was John or someone else because I stabbed them immediately after this, but they were like, wow, this, it flew by this time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I'm so glad it flew for you. Yep. But like, it actually is, you know, a lot of time. Yeah, totally. you're like, I've actually been pregnant for every day for nine months. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember who told me because I immediately banished them from my, yeah. from you're my like, brain. Goodbye. Hopefully yeah. it wasn't John. Yeah. No, yeah, I was exactly. like, I, I stopped speaking to that person immediately. Um, so when did you meet Ashley? How did, how did the song come about? You know, I met Ashley... We kind of came up in the same class mm -hmm. of artists. And so we would play shows together. We do these things for people who don't know. You do radio shows. So there might be four or five artists on stage. You're all kind of playing acoustic, your songs. And Ashley and I just naturally would sing on each other's songs. And we'd kind of look over and we'd be like, oh, that's cool, whatever. And I just loved her voice. I was a fan. It's amazing. Yeah, she's I'm such a great voice. She's such a purist in her voice. And I was working on my record and I just asked her. And honestly, I thought... I like shock factor things. So mm -hmm. I knew that people didn't think we were friendly with each other. And I also knew that we would be a very unlikely pair to mm -hmm. put a song out together. So I just asked her if she would write a song with me. She said yes. We got in the room. We wrote this song. And we loved it. But 
I never heard it as a radio single. Mm -hmm. Like, I never heard it as a hit. I thought it was just a cool moment on an album. And then we got in the studio and I was like, oh my God, like the track and just when the song came to life, it felt bigger than what we thought. And just this, every star aligned for us to both be able to put it out. Both of our teams were in support of it. And it, again, talk about another song that subject matter is not exactly what you think you're going to hear on country right. radio, mm -hmm. especially now. And we just, I mean, it pretty much, we said this to each other at the Grammys. This song won everything that it could have won. Mm -hmm. I mean, it won CMA, ACM, um, a Grammy. So it's incredible. Just, it's really fun to to just, it all came off of an instinct of loving somebody's right. voice. Which is pretty amazing. I mean, I remember the first time I saw you guys sing it live. Mm -hmm. I forget what award show it was, but I was like, wow, it felt like, I have chills thinking yeah. about it. It was like palpable, yeah. you know, like the energy you guys had. And you're right, it's such a different subject matter yeah. than a typical song mm -hmm. that you would hear. But I mean, I guess that's why it kind of struck a chord. I think so. I think sometimes people want real. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something I've really learned. And I think those songs and those moments can really cut through right. when they're done right. So do you have another dream collaboration? I I have of course you several. Do. Yeah, right, let's, hear, right. let's hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it. And we're like, I know. obviously. Yeah, we're like, Beyonce. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like Adele. Yeah. Um, Chris Stapleton. Oh, mm -hmm. I mean. I mean, huh. oh my God. What a voice. I, when he sung um, the national anthem at the Super Bowl, Could You nice. Die? Yeah, well, I, I died more because he didn't try to do anything but be himself. Oh. That's what made me Amazing. die. I was like, of course of you course. are going to play electric guitar and sing it so soulful. He just makes everything seem so effortless. Like he It's does. like he opens his mouth like anyone else would talk his and voice his voice just, it, it transcends everything it to me. It really does. Yes. And I have felt this way from the I know. Minute. I remember. I, heard, I, I know. I've been obsessed yeah, with Yeah, you have. And you kind of got me into it because it was soon after you moved here, which. I just love how, you're right. He just opens his mouth mm -hmm. and he never has to do anything. It just feels effortless. It is. I, I actually think it is. His performance at the Grammy. I was nuts. I just, yeah. I'm I'm so happy. Again, you know, I get excited when anyone from Nashville is, <laughs> I, I feel like, again, I'm, it's like my personal child of getting course. up there at a talent show. That's the way I act. Yes. But I just am so happy that there are so many national stages where I feel like country artists are now exposed to so many other people yeah. than just people who like and appreciate right. country music. Totally. Like, I love seeing all of you at the Grammys or the Super Bowl or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it makes me so personally happy. Yeah. I think that there's there are still some people in the country who don't understand country music For and sure. don't know how, know that they would love it. You know, oh, all I of agree. a sudden they're exposed to it and they're like, yeah. this is Well, amazing. they have a preconceived notion. Yes. Right. Right. You know? That it's well, all just like cowboy hats and right. sure. down home. Right. You know, it's not And it's not. not. Like it's so uh -huh. much more than that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's gone in so many different directions. Totally. Right. Well, moving to Nashville from Los Angeles, I personally feel like I have a lot to prove from people mm -hmm. who, to people who I grew up with, right. who think that we eat on like bales of hay. And I'm right. like, no, no, no. Yes. Like we actually, like maybe we'll get a Nobu someday. Yes. I'm like, no, you don't <laughs> understand. There's actually, like Nashville is so incredible. And so between music or food or just the city, whatever. I feel like so and the proud people. of it. Yes. Right. Also, I'm like, huh, well, you know what? We have great people. And no, yes. I get, yeah. but I, again, you guys are such an amazing extension when I see Nashville country artists on a national stage. I get so proud because yeah. it is, it's like, I'm so, I want everyone to experience you guys because you're totally. just so incredible. Who would you say is like your greatest musical inspiration? Oh. I mean, I'm sure that's hard to, but like a couple. A even. couple of them. Yeah. I would say Patty Loveless. Alison Krauss, uh -huh. uh, Leanne Womack, Loretta. Uh -huh. Oh, I know. But I feel like I was so, uh, I don't know how you felt at the Grammys when Willie Nelson won album. Of, uh, that was so 
surprising. Well, that's the thing with the Grammys and I probably why Ashley and I were so shell-shocked about it. You never know mm-hmm. what direction they're going to go. They a lot of times pick the more, you know, cred. Right, 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 right. Artist like Bonnie or, Raitt. Yes, yeah. yes. Bonnie Raitt. Right. I was anyone that, I mean, Bonnie Raitt's a legend. I know. She is. She is a legend. But, but crazy. You didn't, but I you know. didn't see it coming. No. no. I know. And she didn't see it coming. No. Uh, not at all. No. Against Adele, Lizzo, no, Beyonce. No, crazy. I was watching. Oh, and no. I felt like they were also happy for her, too. No one. I think the same thing with Chris Stapleton. I don't think there's a single person who's upset to lose to Chris Stapleton. No. No. Not ever. And I feel person. like that's right about Bonnie Wright, too. And Willie Nelson. No yeah. one's, like, going to be no, in a huff. Right. No right, one's, right, right, right. That's no, right. No one's going to be upset over that's right. that's losing right. to Willie Nelson. No. Okay, so before you became a, a music superstar, tell us about Dollywood. <laughs> yeah, like, now let's really no, get into it. I really want yeah. to. Yeah. So I always wanted to sing as a kid. Um, this was always my passion and always what I loved. I always wanted to be a country music singer. And so I was, I loved school as a kid. So I was prefaced by saying I wasn't trying to get out of school, but I just knew I wanted to sing. So I saw an audition. I'm from outside of Cincinnati in a small town in Kentucky. And I saw an audition in Cincinnati for Dollywood to sing in country shows. And I was like, well, that sounds cool. My 15 year old brain was like, I'll be 16. I could drive myself there. It's great. So I auditioned, got the job. My mom and I, which at the time I didn't even realize that my mom was uprooting her life to drive me and live with me sure. in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, Gatlinburg. Um, and I worked six shows a day, five days a week. Oh, my at, gosh. Mm-hmm, at Dollywood for two years. Wow. My parents let me quit high school. I homeschooled. And I just did my schooling in between, got my diploma in the mail, and oh that was God. it. Mm-hmm. And you were 15? Mm-hmm. 15 through Go, 18. On. That wow. is... You were really committed. I what? I just loved. I you loved just, to perform. I knew. How knew. did that feel performing for the first time? It was, was it the first time? It wasn't the first time. I I grew up singing in bluegrass bands and okay. all kinds of things like that. But as far as just like a steady paying job, sure. I thought I was rich. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting a check every week. I think this is amazing. It was a great first job. I mean, it was my right. first job. And then how did you leave Pigeon Ford in Dollywood? Like, what what was the next thing? I just moved to Nashville. Yeah. I literally felt. I think everybody. There's such a tight group of performers mm-hmm. over in Pigeon Forge at yeah. the shows. And I think everybody could just tell. I was a lot younger than everybody. And they were just like, oh, okay, you're going to go. Like, you're going to go and You're not going to be that. a lifer. Yeah. yeah. And some of them are still there. Um, but they were just like, okay, go do it. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. if you it's get a a, right, if you gr- get a job that you yeah. love at Dollywood, 100%. it would be hard for me to leave. <laughs> Same. And it's so fun over there. I know. It's so fun. The first time I went to so Dollywood, cute, it's cute. I couldn't believe the pr- production value oh, yeah. at Dollywood. She's not messing around. No, People no are she's like, not. Oh, stupid. I'm like, no. 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 She's got it's not. coasters too. Yeah. yeah. It is not that dissimilar from the production value at like a Disneyland. I agree. It's I agree. unreal. Also, and I don't do rides, but I, I'm there for the food at Disneyland. And yes. I will say, Dolly I was there at the food, food for a Dollywood. Dolly's got her own thing going on. Uh, it's a, I mean, it's a whole It's a culinary thing. adventure. It, it is. I was, I was here for it. Yes. Yeah. I think one of the things that makes Dollywood and Disneyland, like, actually nice to walk around is that they don't, I mean, I, I say this as though I'm some purist, but they don't allow alcohol. Right. So it's like, so, it's so wholesome. Yes, it is. You know, which again, I say that as though, like, I'm like, LOL. No, LOL. Like, I am, I'm actually mad that they don't allow alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. But I, but it is such, right, right. I'm like, we could at least have like beer or something. But anyway, but it does make it this super wholesome culinary yeah. family. Yeah, right. That's you know? right. That's right. It's. I, I mean, the first time I went there, I was absolutely blown away. It's cool. And I love the Smoky it. Mountains. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, beautiful I know. Over it's there. so pretty, and the scenery. It all. It's magical. Okay, we are going to be right back after this break. 
Warning, this podcast contains juicy tales of a super dysfunctional family. Brothers betraying brothers, friends becoming enemies, and a mother trying her best to keep everything from falling apart. No, this isn't a reality TV rewatch. I'm Dan Jones, your host, and this is one of my all-time favourite true stories. Join me on a trip to the Middle Ages to meet history's most dangerous dynasty, the Plantagenets. This season, the plots are thicker, the ambitions greater, and the betrayals are even more devious in the epic saga of the family that shaped our world. From something else in Sony Music Entertainment, this is History, a dynasty to die for, season two. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. What if you could become stronger, more resilient, cure disease, and all you have to do is get naked in the cold and breathe? You get into ice water, and instead of, like, freaking out, you relax. It's called the Wim Hof Method, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Justin Bieber love it. I do the ice plunge because it's good for your body. But there's also a dark side. How many people have died doing the Wim Hof method? We can override even death. Listen on the podcast Infamous. That's Infamous, playing now. So you moved to Nashville. Yes. And what, what year was that? Do you remember? Oh, nine. Oh, nine. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. And so, so how did you uh, get your foot into music here? It's hard to... I remember meeting people on MySpace. Oh, I used to work at MySpace. Did you? Don't even yeah. have to say it under your breath. I fully, yeah. 2007 Yeah, no, no, she's very proud of it. Clea's also worked everywhere. So if you ask her anything else, she's. I'm surprised she hasn't worked at Hollywood, honestly. Uh, I know. Yes. I didn't get the opportunity. Oh yeah. my God. So MySpace, I met a few songwriters who kind of just opened some doors for me when I moved mm-hmm. here. I've always been that girl that just like doesn't wait on somebody else to do something yeah. for me. And so I just started writing and started getting plugged in with people and... um just kind of did the whole Nashville thing. You know, TikTok was not a thing. There right, wasn't right. all of these different ways of, you kind of just had to like grind right, and write. Yeah. It really just blow up on no. yeah, a viral video. Then we, then SiriusXM happened and the highway finds mm-hmm. where like FGL found their way. And I was one of the, the highway finds. But I mean, it was just like you write right. songs during the day. And I had a record deal. Actually, I had a um, artist development deal. I was like, what is it called? Um <laughs> With Sony uh-huh. when I was 22 and ended up getting let go and never put music out. And that was the best thing that ever happened. But at the time, I thought it's it was the, the worst right, thing. Devastating. Right. Yeah. So I just had, I mean, every human being that could have told me no did it maybe once, twice, three times over. Ugh. I was told to move home. I mean, all kinds of things. But I just stuck in there and yeah. met Busby and a guy named Daniel Lee, who at the time worked for a publishing company that I'm still with. And they just believed. And I really do believe, like, no matter what you're doing in life, it just takes one person to say yes. Yeah. To just feel that inner drive that you have. Was it Busby, that relationship that you felt kind of was like the magic that... I do. I think in that... And he was just totally meant to be that person to bring every little thing to life and bring my first two records to life. And he just really helped me cultivate that moment where people were like, that's your three minutes. That's what right. everybody calls it. Like, what are your three minutes for the radio? When you felt like you got kicked down, like, how, what did you do to get yourself back up? I mean, obviously, you can still be so focused, but it's still so hard to keep being told no. I mean, all of us have experienced that in different capacities. I have really good parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I have really good friends. And I just, every time I would be 
at a point where I was like, I don't think I can do it again. Or I just think this has to be it. Something would happen. Either I would get like an email or uh-huh. I would get like a text or I would see something on a, I don't know, on a billboard. or, yeah. And I, I would be like, oh my God, I just have to go one more day. And then that just kept going. I just truly meant I was, I really thought I was meant to do this. What was your first, I mean, I hate to say pinch me moment. People ask us that too. But like, what was your first like, wow, I think this is going to work? I would say probably my record deal. Mm-hmm. But then maybe when every little thing went number one. number one. But then I look back at her and I'm like, you had just like <laughs> scratched the surface, you know? But still, you but- have to have like, those your moments, first number one is your first number I one. Yeah, and no one exactly. can ever take that away. Totally. And th- the thing is, all those moments in the beginning, I mean, even for like the two of us, obviously it's on such a smaller scale than what you've built. But I mm-hmm. think about too, when we would get one exciting, like mini, mini email that would mm-hmm. feel like something big, like yes. a possible collaboration, we would both not sleep the whole so night. Excited. We couldn't sleep. We couldn't believe that someone yeah. was going to like take us seriously and that we were going to be able to go organize someone's house or meet this person and whatever. And well, this is like your baby and yeah. your passion. But we you, used to hate the weekend yes. because emails started on Mondays. Oh, so wow. like Monday through Friday, we, we couldn't wait for a Monday morning because we were like, what could be coming in the email? You just never I, know. When you you're don't. Working to build something, you know, it's like every day is kind of exciting. You never know what. You never know when the moment's going to happen, yeah. and that's the fun of and it. And you don't know what the moment is going to be because each thing, it's you know, as you said before, it's not A to B. It's it's not Mm-mm. a straight line. Mm-mm. I mean, each thing can you know loop you around, but somehow you find your way. One, I, I did so many things that like by industry standards were stupid moves. I mean, I went for a summer and moved to L.A. and sang backup for um, an actress who at the time was pursuing country music. Her name's Lucy Hale. She was on Pretty mm-hmm. Little yeah, Liars. Yeah. At that moment, Instagram was hitting. She made it her mission to make her fans follow me. I got a huge following from her. I got so much experience just singing in the background on Ellen for her and all these different TV shows. Uh-huh. I mean, like, just these little right. things that yes. people are like, you're going to fall into the background singer role. And it's like, no, that helped me. And yeah. I said yes to that opportunity, even though it wasn't the center mic. And I sure. learned a lot. Yeah. Well, Joanna and I have said so people ask us sometimes about you know, again, it hasn't been a straight line for us either. And people can assume it's overnight success. But one of our things we always say is we said yes to a lot. Everything. And you just don't know what's going, like sometimes things might be small. Sometimes they might end up being big or sometimes they get you to a center mic moment. I mean, not that we've ever had. Look at at me using things (laughs) like center mic. This is the most center mic moment we've ever had. I literally did. I've learned the term center mic exactly 10 seconds ago. So (laughs) I- You used it right Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Um, I like to co-op. Like a second something sounds good. I'm like, yeah, that's. I'm going to use that. You used it like you knew exactly. (laughs) Oh, you're going to hear me say it again. Yeah, do it. I'm going to be like, well, Carly told me. But but it is true. It's like you just, when you're in that grinding mode, you just say yes. You do. You know? Yeah. And it- uh, genuinely, I think, serves you. I think so, too. And, you know, you d- it doesn't always come back the next day. No. You don't necessarily understand how that's going to affect you the next day. Sometimes the, it's a long lead and a yes. long tail. And right. Pride and dreams don't go together to me. Right. You yeah. have to lay down your pride yes. and work and be willing to do whatever it takes. Yes. Oh, we always say, I mean, we organize tampons under people's sinks. Yeah, like, we're, totally. like, we're, we are good. Like, yeah. no one, yes. no. we don't no expect, shame. no, none, none, no. none mm-hmm. whatsoever. We have had, I mean, it's actually kind of laughable. Like, I'm sure you think about some of the things that you've done to get where you are. Oh, and yeah. it's like, wow, like, we did yeah, it all. We did it. I mean, we didn't not clean an Airbnb. You know what I mean? Totally. Right. Like, we just had a different cleaning experience, yes. but we've we've all been there, yes, you know? Yes, exactly. You have your version right. of heart. We do, sure do. Yeah. All right, let's talk, talk about your tour. with um, You're on with Blake Shelton right <gasps> yeah. now. Oh, my Tell gosh. Tell us about that. Everything. Tell us everything. Oh, my gosh. Well, I 
actually was on tour with Blake. He was my first arena tour back in 2018. Oh, wow. Were you nervous? I, I was like, terrified. How does anybody, I asked my husband, I asked him the other day, I was like, is Rihanna nervous to get for the Super Bowl? We like, should say that he works in radio. Okay, that's right. So he's like, not, yeah. who is he? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's, a, he's in radio. You're like, I yeah. asked my son. Yeah. Is Rihanna nervous? <laughs> yeah, no, right. but I'm like, how does someone not, like, does everybody not get nervous when they are doing something like this? You definitely get nervous. But I think when you get to, like, a certain point, you, they turn more into, like, nervous energy. But right. at this point, I was terrified. Okay, yeah. Um, sure. And he just kind of took me under his wing. So it's very rare that you get to tour again with somebody. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in the slot, like, the bigger slot, which is exciting to get to be with him and be That's like, amazing. hey, you believed in me, and now I get to come at, like, a bigger level with you. Ugh. So he's great. Gwen's great. I mean, I just, I really love them as people because they're really just normal. Yeah. I've never met... I think either of them. No. Which she is, is the most normal. I know, that's what I've heard. Beautiful. Yeah. Human. John used to tour with No Doubt back in the day, a oh, hundred years ago. So awesome. Again, all things go back to John. I he know. knows everybody. Well, John just has a different life. That I'm like, oh, oh this person. Right. That I, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. But I do think a lot of, I mean, famous people, celebrity, public figures are such normal people. They and, are. And that's, I think that's what's so amazing to get to know them up close and be yeah. like, wow, you, she's so normal. Well, one thing that yes. I do find, and I mean, I, this is probably not true across the board, but I think that a lot of these household name kind of people are actually some of the nicest, most down to earth people mm-hmm. that I know that we've uh, yes. ever worked with 100%. or ever met. Yeah. And, you know, I, would agree. I feel like sometimes you get people who are like TikTok stars who are like the punks, but mm-hmm. like people who have been doing it yeah. forever. And like the grind and, and appreciate the, and the work and what, what it's gone into all of it and the years and the sweat and the tears. The shoot to fame is different than the yeah. slow burn. It really, really is. And I I mean, I think a lot of people feel like they know Blake. I feel like I know Blake of just course. from yes. being on The Voice. Yes. He's right. so fu- He seems so funny. He is exactly like that. Off. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy yeah. to yeah, know that. the best thing to hear. Yeah. Really no, is. That, that makes me happy. He really is. Um, and it seems like Gwen is too. Gwen. Oh, I mean, like I yeah. know her. No, Gwen Stefani. I yeah. know. It's probably, she used to probably come off of her bus. I'm sure this will end up somewhere. But she used to come off the bus and I would like stare out the window of my bus and just watch her. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, there she goes. And I would like take pictures of her. And it was kind of when they first started dating. And I was like, oh my God, they really are dating. Okay. And there she goes. And she's like, <laughs> and hey, and she's, where's she she's going really right now? My favorite is that first time he ever introduced me to her, it was in catering. And he's like, hey, Carly, come here. Meet my girlfriend, Gwen. And I was like, oh my gosh. I freaking know who your girl I was yeah. like, hi, right. Gwen. What do you How do you, say? What do you like, do? I literally was just like, hello, Gwen. Nice to meet you. Like, like, everybody know. knows. But, like, to him, she just is Gwen. Yeah. Like, okay. oh, but, I, it, but I don't know what to do in those situations. Right, but I she get knows awkward. that you know. I know. She definitely knows. But she's like, hey. Yeah. Okay, so I think about this all the time. We've talked about this before. At what point, as a Gwen Stefani, at what point do you still introduce yourself to people? And at what point do you be – are you like, you obviously know who I am? Like, do you think that anyone gets to the point where they're like, I'm not going to introduce myself? No. I'm sure somebody, but I don't want to know them. Exactly. <laughs> right. The people that I know. you want to know. I think about it once a week. I that, really, that's actually I a really good point. I, I can't think of any really famous person that we've met that has not introduced himself. I think you're right, but I think about the who would be. Like Dolly. Right. Like, But I feel like Dolly's like, I, don't, I like, actually never Dolly. met Dolly. I, I, bet, I don't know Dolly either, but I'm, I can imagine. I like, can imagine. Let's just pretend. I, I hate to throw Dolly under the bus. Poor Dolly. Like no. she would never do this. But I'm just saying, imagine a Dolly, per, like a, a Madonna. Let's okay. just pick Madonna. There you go. Okay? That's good. Yeah. Let's pick Madonna. If I met Madonna, I can imagine myself going, hi, I'm Clea. And her going, hello. 
Like, I don't think she would say, hi, I'm Madonna. I don't see it. I don't know. I actually could see that with her. <laughs> I know. That's what I, I, maybe I picked the one person who wouldn't I do that. I don't know. That's interesting. Now I'm going to have to start. Tra- I'll report I think back. about it. You guys, I think about if this too If you saw often. Tom Hanks and you're like, hi, I'm Clea. Don't he would, he say, he would I, say, I'm, I'm Tom. Tom. But I want, okay, well, I just have to think, I think about this once a week, so I'll let you guys know if I come up with other no, examples. No, I, I would yes. like to start a list. I can't okay. think of anybody that I would want to meet that wouldn't. Well, I actually do, if, so if I met Gwen Stefani, in my head, I would start, because I told you, I, I make everything awkward. So <laughs> in my head, I would awkwardly start having anxiety about whether she felt like she needed to introduce herself to me. Yeah. So now we're at the, the what is it called, the food stand, the crafty place, whatever. Catering. People, catering. Yeah. And now I'm like, like, I, am, I, maybe, am I making it hard for no, her? No, maybe what you do is you preemptively, hi, Gwen. No. How, how embarrassing. <laughs> I'm clear. No, no, you can't just do that. Why? Because you have to uh, You have to pretend as though no one knows who each other are. You no, can't, you can't you were go just saying there. you wanted to, to preemptively no, not no, no, make no, it no. awkward for you, her. No, but now I'm even more awkward because now I, what, am I a stalker? <laughs> <laughs> have I read her Wikipedia page? I'm a, hi, Gwen. It's Clea. She's like, have you been following me? No, not it's Clea. I'm Clea. I'm Clea, but no, I can't. You can't just go up to, you have to let Blake introduce you or whomever. All right, we will be, if we ever meet them, we will be very prepared. You just have to, we won't embarrass it. you. Oh, I promise. Carly, no. we will not embarrass you. I promise. But just film imagine, it. you can't go up to someone. Imagine going up to anyone, okay, and saying, hi, so-and-so. So now it's like, I've been noticing you across the room. <laughs> like you are going up and saying I hello have, to a person. I will say I have had versions of that in public where it's like, hey, Carly, when you're at the grocery store. And yeah. then you turn and you're like, do I know this person? Totally. I do understand okay. yeah. that. Yeah. I understand that. I had a woman in Bentonville, Arkansas, if she's listening, <laughs> start running after me being like, Clea. And I, to me, it sounded like maybe I dropped my hair tie and my friend is like calling me to tell me that. So I turn around. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. We're in our pajamas. Mm-hmm. We went to walk to get coffee. This woman had left her car running and a door opened to run after me to say hi to the point. Is she a school mom? Right. Is she? Do I know right. this person from my childhood? Yeah. And you just don't know when someone says it so casually. Mm-hmm. And I think because of social media, everyone kind of feels like they do know you. In totally. Like, a, like how do. I feel yeah. like Blake and is a great guy. I have no <laughs> idea who he is. Yeah. We should only talk to dogs. Okay, I, I do want to talk about your dogs because you are a crazy <gasps> dog person like I am. I am. Joanna's just got a dog, so she's a recent <gasps> I'm, I'm crazy a new, dog. I'm welcome. Just, yeah, she's pretty cute. Yep. What's she's, her name? Mabel. Oh, it's cute. Mabel's what? a Muppet, an yeah. actual Muppet. Mabel looks like a Muppet. And my dog is a cartoon character. What's your dog's name? His name is Indy, Indiana. Cute. He's the naughtiest dog in North America. <laughs> He's so cute, but when I tell you... The other day he just ate a succulent for no reason, and and like, but yeah. he he ate the cactus. He doesn't even. He, it's like he has no bones. No, he has, he no, has no, He's like a floppy monster. Like he doesn't but even tiny. Yeah, not so, tiny, not tiny. A medium dog with skinny. No, no, no. He's pretty small. Yeah. All right. So in his doggy daycare place that he goes, <laughs> go dog. Shout out Bellevue. Um, Indy is technically a medium sized dog, but he thinks <laughs> so skinny. He's so skinny, and he he is such an alpha that he has to be placed with the little dogs because he needs to run the show. And the medium <laughs> dogs would like swat him away, but he didn't get the hint. So like he actually he has like personality order disorders. Oh, he's very cute. No, he, he's he's not. No, he doesn't. He's, he's not. Fine. He's really very fine. Got it. Got so it. your dogs, tell me about them. They're Johnny and June. Okay. Johnny oh, and June. Love. Yeah, of course. Okay. Johnny Sue Pierce and June Jolene Pierce. Oh, um, they're siblings. Okay. Oh, Shih Tzu's. Sweet. Oh, 
cute. Are they the same age? Yeah, they must they're be. best friends. Oh. Must be, I guess. It's ridiculous. Oh. I call them the twins. Oh. Um, they split time with my parents just because June doesn't travel as well. <laughs> sure. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna make some appearances on the road this year. Does but she they like are, summer with your parents? She Does she like goes on vacation. I call it going to gammies. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we'll like meet halfway. My parents live in Alabama. I'm like, oh, gotta drop the kids off. Right. Um, so cute. But, I mean, they're the greatest. How old are they? They will be three in April. Okay. Oh, good. That's yes. a gr- that's a great age. You're like out of puppy. Thank them. God. Like, Indy's like we, a year and a half. Would so you ever I'm get another? Would you get a puppy? Yes, you would. I would. Were they puppies when you got them? The, yes, they were like fresh out. And of you the would oven. do it again. I would do it again. Oh, I could never do a puppy. I don't again. think I can do it again either. But they're just so small. Like their pee and poop is like not even enough to care. So you're just oh. like whatever. Um, I don't know. We had we didn't have a whatever. We didn't <laughs> have a whatever. <laughs> we were like furiously stopping around both of Indy's us. Indy's ruined my house. I have to move. I will say <laughs> June was a chewer. She would chew the, the furniture like a little like um, right. termite. That's expensive. And yeah, it I, is. Expensive. I lost a lot of money. I'm you with lost you. rugs. You lost coffee tables. You lost the side of your house. I did. <gasps> yeah, I mean, okay. it came out, out of the kids' college fund because they All wanted right, a Mabel. dog. So Mabel you know. ate yeah. the side of Joanna's house. That's a lot. Yeah. See, June didn't do that. She just like put a little <laughs> dent in like the corner of my coffee table. My issue with Indy, is, I, I have a lot. He's he's gotten much better. I will give him that. But he has like no animal instinct. So he will like when the fire is going, he will take rocks from a lit fireplace and eat them. And it's like he he has no. I can't. <laughs> leave him alone because he has no ability to take care of himself. Johnny pees still. still? And he'll look at me in the eye. Oh, That's Indy does no. And pee. No. And I'm like, you little And then I look at him zoo. and he's like, yes, you little shit zoo. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard because we love them so they're much. They're so cute. Oh my God, they're so cute. They're so cute. I, would I love them. Any, I, I say this, I can't wait to get home to him. I, I feel I'm like, am I such, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm obsessed with my dog. No. It's unhealthy. I prefer most dogs over people. Oh, I, I get that now. Do too. I really, I didn't really get that until pretty recently. Yeah. I really get that. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I don't understand people who aren't animal people. So it's like very, I don't trust them. Yeah, I agree. Carly, you have to tell me if this is true. Okay. Are you phobic of throwing up? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. You might be the only other person who you know. It's called metaphobia. It's like a real phobia. Wait, are you? Yes. No. Carly, I haven't thrown up since I was 10 years old. Me either. Okay. Knock on no wood, one though. Else, no, I would die. I, I would, would die literally too. I'd die. Rather, I always tell my band, I would rather you saw my arm off literally, than you throw up. There is nothing that freaks me out more than the, Okay. Up. I have a question for okay. you because this is like a big reason why I'm on the fence about children. What do you do when your kids get sick? Okay. I, I, I thought you were going to say pregnant because I had, yeah, a whole, I, know, I, did too. I had a whole issue with being pregnant. I almost didn't want to have kids. I, I was underst- so worried. See, mine's more about them getting a stomach bug. Okay. So let me tell you what I do. And this is real. I'm not joking. Joanna can no, absolutely 100% know it's attest to this. It's true. First of all, if my kids throw up to this day, I will run, I'll run out of the house. They like I'll knock them over. A hundred percent, I'd push them over. One thousand percent. While they're this throwing up, I'd push them over. So, so let me tell you. Swim. So Stella threw up. First of all, this is John's job. Okay. If John has any job in this world, it is when kids are even close to throwing up. <laughs> Nauseous. Yes, yes. Pale. Yes. Okay? So this is John's shop. When Stella was three years old, she threw up on my watch. 
So you know what I taught her how to do? Is to throw up by herself. You use your forearms, okay? No. You click your forearms onto the toilet no, seat. No, you did not. Yes, I taught her how to throw up. No, this is, I'm, tell no, me I'm this lying. this is true. I, no, I'm not, I taught not her, lying. I said, you need to use your forearms and put them on the, the toilet seat. <laughs> no, forearms are. I know, but I showed her. Yeah. And I was like, you throw up into the toilet. Now here's what you do. You go around the corner. If you pulse your ears like this, you can't hear the gagging. Yeah. So you pulse them like this, because otherwise if you just plug your ears, you can hear the gagging. So I've had to do this in women's restrooms. Like if someone's throwing up, I will freaking die. So you pulse your ears and go around the corner and you tell them they're doing a good job. So you're like this, Stella, you got this, like that. And you can't hear her throwing up. But are you concerned that you're going to get it? No, because so I'm, you- I'm not going anywhere near her. She oh. has to clean up. She just has to do <laughs> it. She has to get, she got in bed. This is the first time she got in bed. I threw her a towel. I said, put it on you. And my kids now have learned to throw up without me. They 100% know I'm not going to be there. Yep. <laughs> Good. Okay. So you just, re- I, they're not you even afraid of it. I, if no, you have I'm, this phobia, you totally no, get, I, she's crying. No, she's I'm like, crying because this is all true about Clea. I I don't have this phobia. I have my other, I have my own. Joanna has her own phobias, but th- nothing is bigger to me. So on no. my bus with my oh. band, there are six of us mm-hmm. now, but there were 12 of us last year. And you had years. to fire them because they threw up. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I would lay in bed and I would go, Oh my God, I wonder if somebody's gonna wake up with a stomach bug and they're gonna grow up in the in the bus and we only have one bathroom and then all of us are gonna get it. Yep. I mean, I have literally no, told my band, if you have thrown up in the last week, you do cannot, not come to the you bus. You cannot go. Joanna and I have a very good friend, Leah, who has been on this podcast. We there's nothing so worse to me <laughs> that you get to a restaurant, right? You like make plans with your kids, and she goes, Oh, sorry. Like, he's fine now, but he threw up this morning. Uh, First of all, get out of my face. Leave immediately. <laughs> so Max, I love Max. He and my son are best friends. But Max comes up and it was hibachi. No, okay, and so the, shrimp is being I thrown. want you to know that my entire team is probably rolling in the other room because no, this is such wor- a thing for I me. think about the- But also you need to explain Max's age at so, the time. So no, Max and Sutton are, they're eight years old. No, and this, this was probably Max was five. Uh, not even, Cleo. Maybe four. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All I know is we're, so we're at Hibachi, right? It's like a corner table and like shrimp is being thrown and fried rice and whatever. And it's like the smells and the sights. And Max comes around the corner. I'm sitting like on the edge with Leah and his hand is on his mouth. Is this your child? Nope. Nope. I would never allow my child anywhere near me like this. So Max came up to Leah and Sutton would know better. Max comes up to Leah with his hand on his mouth. When I tell you I pushed this five-year-old down like a freaking Super Bowl football player, I pushed him to the ground and ran out of the restaurant. Max threw up everywhere, but I was not there. But you weren't there. I pushed him to the ground. (laughs) Is that not true? I would push a a 90-year-old woman out of the way. No one is throwing up around me. I cannot explain to you. I've I've never met anyone who who suffers from this God, the way I do. Me it is either. debilitating. It is debilitating. I think oh. about restrooms. I it me follows too. me in airports. There's always someone throwing up next always. to me. Always. Always. Um, I have ran out of a public restroom like pants down because someone is throwing up next I to me. Will, I will. At Bridgestone? It ruins Are you me. kidding me? It wrecks me. Um, oh. One time on the red carpet, oh. the stomach bug was going through a bunch of the artists at the ACMs. And I like had to bypass fear. some interviews because I was like, I cannot use the microphone. It's my biggest wow. fear. When I found out throwing up could be a symptom for COVID, all of a sudden I was just worried about the throwing up part, totally. not me actually too. COVID. I would rather truly be run over by like a car. I have been run over by a car. <laughs> I did. Did I? I no, got run over have. by a car. No. That was better. I'm, wow. I have never, <laughs> people think I'm insane. I have a lifetime subscription to Zofran if you ever need some. I have some okay, at yeah. my no, house. I, I literally, can I tell you, this is this is dark. When I first got diagnosed with cancer, all I could think about was throwing up. I didn't. <laughs> oh my God, you didn't. Nope. I've asked my doctors, is it possible to 
talk yourself out of throwing up because I, I was like, is that so unhealthy? And they're like, it's technically mind over matter. You can. So now I'm like, oh, challenge accepted. I will never throw up ever again. I know. Okay. Everyone's telling us I have to go, but I need it. What did I say? I was like, I'm this is going to turn into a podcast about throwing up because no, I- As it should be. I am- What is it called? A metaphobia. I have that. It's- And people- Okay. How many people in your life have been like, no one likes throwing up? I'm like, you don't get it. You, it's, it is like flight or flight. Like it's I will debilitating. Leave. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. No, I would, I would literally murder a person. Okay. Who knew? All right. So, okay. Oh, I, I'm I mean, gonna, now I'm like, I'm going to take the throwing up, but you can always text me. I will, I will literally, I will. I will sing back up for you. If someone has a stomach bug on your tour, I will never allow it for you. Thank you. Everyone I mean, needs to understand that it's real. No, I know it's real. I've never, I'm, I've never met someone who experiences me it. Me either. Much. No, it's okay. Yeah. All right. So aside from your amazing, your Grammys, your tour, your dogs, tell us what's next for you. Do you have any music coming out? I'm like, I know, like, <laughs> I know a hard left turn from throwing I know, that up. was a sharp I'm sorry, but, I, but if anyone understood my predicament, it was Carly. Man, that was the last thing I thought you were going to go to, but like, I'm really happy about it. Yeah. I feel seen. <laughs> well, now we see, we feel seen. I feel very seen. Yeah. Well, there's a whole term for it. So you're not the only two. No, right. I know, but, but we don't meet very many people yeah. that have Well, it. I don't think people run around talking about it. I do. I, I do. <laughs> All right. Some people do wait, run around wait talking Wait until about. you find someone phobic of throwing up. <laughs> oh. you, ta- you talk about it. You're like, have you thrown up in the last month? Great. See you later. <laughs> no, I literally, I talk about it. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, what is next for me? I am putting out a live record Whoa! of 29 Written in Stone. So exciting. That's that will amazing. be out March 24th. And then I have some new music coming really soon. Yes. So I'm can't really wait. excited. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. excited. I can't wait to be the biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Come on. We will be you, cheering. You know. And where is the tour taking you? I feel like I need to see a live show. We kind of go all over. Blake tours just um, February and March, which is mm-hmm. kind of nice. And That's then I'll nice. be out everywhere the rest of the year and probably do my own thing in the in the oh, fall. Excited. So exciting. Do you yeah. love touring? I do. Yeah. It's really fun. It's yeah. I mean, we don't tour like a musician tours, but being on the road is fun. It's like, fun. It traveling. Is fun. Well, and you have people when you're surrounded with good people yeah. and I have great people. And... Do you bring your dogs or do you leave them with Sometimes. Your mom? Okay. Not all the time because they're not great. That's my I mean again I become so attached to my like being at home with my dog. Totally get it. I know it's it's like hard with our... you're not exposed to throw up. I know. <laughs> I, God forbid if he throws up. Oh I'm my really, god. That's that's a John job too. Well, okay. we've we've kept Carly long enough. I know. Let's end. I know. We need our to... session. We, we end something. This was so fun yeah, though. It was so it was fun. Really we can talk fun. about throwing up. Well, we always end our segments, our podcast with five minutes for hugs, where we ask you quick rapid fire. But we'll questions. do less than five minutes this yeah. time. We this promise because we this took is so a much two time. minute. It's two minutes. Two minute for hug. hugs. Yeah. Okay. And it's appropriate because I know you're going out to dinner tonight. Red wine or white wine? Red wine. Okay. If you had to describe your perfect day in two sentences, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Um, a workout. Go to the grocery go shopping, drink some wine, play a show. Oh, that's like Sleep a really in my own good bed. one. Oh, that's a, yeah. that's, a, that's I, I a really that. good one. I totally get that. Staying in or going out? Staying in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the first concert you ever attended? Winona. Ooh, oh, that's a great one. Yeah, Winona. Good answer. Wow. Yeah, love that. Yep. I was, I, was I was counting crows. Okay. Oh, okay. I love that. No, it's great. It's just like random, but like I feel like yours is a... Oh my wow. gosh. John's with Michael Jackson. Wow. Okay. What's your astrological sign? Taurus. Taurus. Ooh. I know. I know. We, 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 we don't know nothing about we, astrology. We have, we have an astrologer Ooh. coming on to teach us. <gasps> Fun. Yeah, we'll let you know what we find out. Please. No, but I, I'm always fascinated by people and their astrology, astrological signs, yeah. because I know so little about it. And I'm like, oh, you can learn so much about something. Yeah, let's I know learn. that Taurus are stubborn and artsy, which that's oh. both me. Okay, that's there great. That's great. Okay, Carly, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming. This thank was you for so having fun. me. I'm Thanks. so excited to see you next. Uh, hopefully on the road. On yes, tour. come on. Anytime. Okay. 
So one of our very favorite things is when people slide into our DMs. I do love this. It's always the most fun. Um, so here are some of our favorites okay. from the last week. Okay, Kaylin from Nashville. I'm like Joanna where I kind of stick to the stuff I know. So keep us comfy people in the know and doing pop culture segments. Okay, so Kaylin appreciates the, the updates. Oh, okay. Um, I love when the home edit girls come on Unpacked. I love it too. I actually never want to do an Unpacked segment without our team. They're the, they're the best. They are the best. I and mean, they know more I than we do. I won't take it personally. But oh, sorry. Yeah. Did you want to just do it together? <laughs> no, I just won't. I won't take it personally. Well, I just feel like they have so much information that well, they we do. don't have. I know, and we're old and boring. But like, how did, I don't even know how they have time to soak up all of the details of of life and pop culture and Twitter and, and TikTok are, are you and You have quite a bit of that. Not as much as they do. No, well, you're older than they are. I tr Whoa, okay, yeah. mama. Yeah. All right, so Cassie from Portland, Oregon. My boyfriend's mom gave me his baby book to store. That's kind of sweet, but mm -hmm. also kind of a lot for like just being boyfriend, girlfriend. No, anyway. I think that's nice. I think she's a in A baby it. book? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, anyone's mom tries to get rid of their stuff nowadays. No, no, so. no, I think this okay, is- Okay, what does this mean? Where do I store this? All right, okay. what does it mean? Okay. I think that she trusts you. I think so too, and she sees longevity. Or, or she just like hates this baby book. No, no, we no, I think she, this is like a part of the family. Okay. Like, I think it's a big step. That's really nice. I feel like my mom and John's mom, I don't think that they would have released baby photos until the ring was on. Well, I, I think know. I think it's a real sign of love. Oh, I think so yeah. too. I think there's a commitment here. I absolutely agree. Okay, where do I store this? I think with sentimental items, unless you want it yeah. on your coffee table. <laughs> well, no, definitely not on the coffee table. But I think that a baby book, that could also be in a bookshelf. You never know. Sure. It, it depends, depends on what it looks how, like. Yeah, it depends yeah. on what it looks like. Cassie, send us a photo. All right, Erin from South Carolina. What project do you hear non-organizing professionals say they're doing that they probably should use professional help for asking for a friend? Well, that's a good question. I think the majority of people don't get professional help. And the I think that most people... It, when I, And I think this is a overarching theme in organizing. I think when most people think of being organized, the most common thing that comes to mind in this day and age are closets or like a bookshelf. I like totally those agree. are kind of the areas. Yes. I think that it's hard and a much deeper dive to be like, I'm going to do my kitchen cabinets. Yeah. And you don't get as much... I mean, we think of bang for your buck, but I think when an average person is organizing, they want to kind of see it. That's right. I think that's right about closets. Not also, Things not behind cabinet doors. Right. Okay, that is it for this episode. We're back on Thursday with our best friend, Energy Unpacked. Who's going to join us? I don't know. I don't know. Someone hopefully fun. And then we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode and one of our favorite guests. Also, we want to know about your projects, your best friends, your dilemmas, and anything else under the sun. So keep in touch with us at bestfriendenergypod.com or send us a DM and we might read it. All right, bye everyone. <laughs> Thanks guys. Thank you so much for joining us on Best Friend Energy. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Best Friend Energy. Best Friend Energy is a Hello Sunshine and Sony Music Entertainment production. Engineering and mixing by Nashville Audio Productions. Our senior producer is Danielle Jones-Wesley. Our associate producer is Cami York. Our executive producer is Sarita Wesley. Our executive producers at The Home Edit and Hello Sunshine are Lauren Lagarde, Hillary Franchi, and, and us. A special thank you to Alex Zonneveld. See you next time. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies 
And you and I both know once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training. But from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.